Thank you for tuning in to Hacks and Hobbies with your host, Junaid. In season two of Hacks and Hobbies, we're visited by our amazing guests coming from all walks of life who want to learn their story, their struggles, and their journey on how they got to where they are today. So stick around. In this episode, get to speak with host and producer of Pop Psych 101 Mental Health and Pop Culture podcast. I got to meet him through the Anchor community. We've been talking back and forth about podcasting and what it takes to make it in this new industry of podcasting. Well, at least it's new for me. Um, and I was like, you know, dude, we need to get on a call and talk to each other. All this texting is just going, giving me my thumbs some run for its money. So, Mike, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Thank you for having me. Uh, yeah, definitely. We've been sending messages back and forth, and uh, talking is much easier, for sure. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> A lot easier, and that's why we do the podcast business, right? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, Yeah, for sure. And it's like way easier than making videos and... Although the hardest platform to like grow, but one of, I guess you could call it one of the easier to make. I don't, I mean, I don't think so, but that's what they say. <laughs> so I have my kids here and they're like, let me come uh, do the podcast with my dad. And uh, they're stepping on water bottles. <laughs> it's really fun. You know, you can't, you can't take that out. Well, I got it timed pretty good because both my kids are down for nap. So yes, perfect. Yeah, yeah, perfect timing. Cool, man. So, so tell us a little bit about your journey and story, and how did you get here? Well, uh, you mean as far as podcasting, podcasting, and life in general? Like, let's start. Like, who is Mike Graham? <laughs> Okay. Uh, well, I guess so. We'll start now and then we'll go back. Uh, so currently, yeah, I'm the producer, co-host of Pop Psych 101. Mm-hmm. We do, we look at like pop culture, books, movies, and TV. We look at it through the uh, like mental health, through the lens of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I start there because uh, the reason that I'm involved in that is because I, uh, deal with like mental health issues of my own Mm -hmm. and have for gosh ever (laughs) in my life Mm -hmm. and i ended up teaming up with an actual therapist and we so we make this podcast together but like going back through my history of why i'm here now um i can date that back to when i'm like uh like even like eight years old eight through 12, 13. So I started like creating things all the way back then as a lot of creative people do. They start when they're young. Mm-hmm. Uh, my first creative venture was when I was eight years old. <laughs> <laughs> and I formed a group called the A&M Groovy Group. Nice. And we performed and danced to the Archie's songs. We lip synced them like Sugar Sugar. <laughs> Yeah, that was, and, you know, so I mean, I took that very seriously. <laughs> nice. Got it. But yeah, 
that's just my funny story of how I started creating things. And then, you know, it's like 12 years old, me and that same guy, we started like drawing our own comics. Mm-hmm. No, a lot of kids watched comics and, you know, collected action figures, but it was never enough for me. I was like, we have to make our own comics with our own characters. Yeah. And then like that next year, I started listening to music more seriously and my dad bought me a bass guitar. And so I formed a band with some guys and I started writing songs, but like three of the, they never got instruments. And so I had to like seek out people who were more serious. And so I started my first band when I was like 13 or 14. Yeah. And I did that forever. Ever. I mean, that was my main outlet for a long, long time. And uh, I finally stopped being in a band when I was about 28. <laughs> so that lasted from about, you know, 13 or 14 through I was till I was 28. Nice. But in between that, I, I still did a lot of other stuff. Um, I have two of my very best friends. We had a YouTube channel. And uh, that like went semi-viral because one of my friends made this really funny video that went viral on it. Uh, We ended up getting like an agency like signed us on to write like sitcom pitches Mm -hmm. for like a year. And we got promptly fired after a year. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But I'm just telling you all that because uh, if you just look throughout my history, it's just I've never stopped creating stuff even all the way back to in like 2008 is when I made my first podcast. Oh, wow. That's early. Yeah. Like very early in podcasting is when I made my first podcast because I was listening to, uh, I'm really into like aliens and stuff. (laughs) And I was listening to this really fun conspiracy show and, and uh, I was working at this health food store. And so I, I just thought it'd be a fun idea to start a podcast and, the owner of the health food store thought it'd be fun and he had a lot of contacts. So we started our podcast called pantry radio. We made two seasons of it. I had no idea what I was doing. I'm pretty <laughs> sure we were on Podbean. I still have, I'm not really sure how I did it, <laughs> uh, but I made it and I put it out there and Yeah, but we abandoned it after two seasons, and I still can't remember what platform we put it out on. (laughs) But yeah, and um, last year, I started GameSocket, which is a podcast slash like video cast, Mm -hmm. and that's a pretty insane like creative venture. If you watch it, it's like a total satire, complete like we're playing characters, but we portray it as real. And so it's kind of gotten us into a lot of issues because people think we're being serious and we're like these horrible people on there. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. But uh, that's all good because that game socket is what led me to meeting Ryan, Mm -hmm. who's the therapist. I ended up, um, because I'm a big audio guy and he needed some audio help and I he was just this really great, genuine person. And so I offered my help to him, like no charge. Yeah. And I was helping him on his other podcast. Mm -hmm. And eventually he had this idea spark up of, 
doing this show that we do now and yeah. it just made sense for us to do it together. So it's kind of how it happened. That's pretty awesome. Sorry. That's really cool because um, I love creating too. I mean, I'm a graphic designer by, by profession, uh, then UX designer, and I've been creating graphics and been creating ads and I love audio and music too. And um, I think back in 2003, I also uh, meddled with being in a band and then promptly left it about uh, six months later because my brother took over. And, oh. uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's really cool, man. Um, so Game Socket, I'll have to check that one out. Yeah, it's pretty weird. <laughs> <laughs> And I'll send you a link. It's uh, the idea behind GameSocket is it's our take. We're satiring web sensationalism. Mm -hmm. And so basically it's me and a co-host. Yeah. And really it's a video series. So it's all for YouTube. Mm -hmm. and, and the idea of it being a podcast is really secondary. Okay, got it. It's, it's kind of the premise for it, but it's really so we can make a video show. But the idea is that the, the two hosts like hate each other. <laughs> and so basically, and we're talking about video games mm -hmm. and, but we never get to video games cause we're just arguing all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty cool. Uh... It's uh, it's real meta meta and it's, I don't know. It's some people think it's really funny Yeah. or, or they'll say it's very smart. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, I don't know if it's either one of those things. Sure. But it, it's definitely not for everyone. I can say that. Well, that's a really good point that you bring up. Not for everyone. That's very good to create content that's not for everyone. Because if you're doing it for everyone, then it's going to be super boring. Oh, yeah. Like casting out that really wide net. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, I just caught two fish. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> You're not trying to catch the entire ocean. You just want the river flow, a flow, whatever. Yeah. Ooh. I guess a difficult thing there is, like for me, is I, I would love to say, you know, I'm doing this for a living. Yeah. And, and so it's like, where do you draw the line between casting a wide net mm -hmm. and, and doing something real? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So th that's a really excellent point. Like, I've been talking to a lot of new podcasters lately and being in the anchor community and being in some other entrepreneur groups, they're like, uh, podcast is the way to go if you want your business to grow. And then they give you points on how they're doing it. Like one guy I spoke with, uh, Tyler Wagner, he started podcasting about 11 months ago and his goal was to talk to entrepreneurs, talk to business owners, and ask them, ask them a series of questions. And he's managed to do a thousand interviews in 10 months. Wow. Right. <laughs> like, dude, what, what did you do? It's like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, some days he talked to 30 people in one day because each of these episodes is about uh, 10 to 15 minutes long. Okay. Um, so because all he's doing is just asking a question and the guest is answering and telling them what's up. And he managed to also interview Gary Vaynerchuk. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, who's like 
the go-to guy that people want to listen to about that kind of stuff. Exactly. So I was like, okay, that's friggin' awesome. Then I met this other guy, um, Donnie Boyman, and he started his podcast around about a year ago also. And he's managed to do 180 podcast episodes. But then he's like, you know, you, you're never going to make money doing podcasts unless you're editing it for somebody else and getting paid that way. But um, if you're connecting with people and talking to people and you have services to offer, that's right. where you can make money. Uh, but See, I don't, I don't agree with that. Well, of course. There's, there's two points to everything. So what, is, what would you, I mean, what's your point around it? How? Well, first off, let me say this, that my number one goal is it has nothing to do with money. I just want to preface it with that. Yeah. Uh, out of all that creative stuff I did and mm-hmm. everything, getting involved with Pop Psych 101 has really shifted my focus and my goals, mm. uh, you know, to teach about mental health. Like I said in the beginning, I, you know, I'm bipolar. Yeah. And so the entire point of our show is to entertain people while teaching them about and normalizing the conversation of mental health. So advocacy has become like my number one goal. Yeah. But that being said, and I just wanted to make sure that's clear before I talk about <laughs> like money and stuff. Yes. But as far as like money's concerned, you can definitely do it. it it's, it's about growing your show. Mm-hmm. So for like someone like Ryan and I, we have, a, we have a different kind of show. So a lot of podcasts are set up as interview shows. Right? Yes. You mm-hmm. get guests on. Yeah. Ryan and I's format is a, is a closed format. Mm-hmm. It's not really a guest show. Yeah. Um, which is the hardest kind of podcast to grow. It is. Oh, absolutely. However, our podcast grows mm-hmm. um, I, because we have a we have a neat niche niche whatever. Yes, and, a niche audience. Mm-hmm. Right, and, and I'd like to think that we're we hit the points, and I'd like to think we're good at it. You know, Ryan is incredibly knowledgeable, mm-hmm. and but he's also just really easy to listen to. He knows a lot, but he comes across as genuine and kind and empathetic because he is. Yeah. So I, I always call him the world's best therapist because <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like, I wish I had a therapist like him because he's yeah. just that perfect like personality for it. Mm-hmm. And then there's me where I, you know, I have my own perspective from it, like the opposite side. Yeah. And uh, anyway, the, the point being mm-hmm. is that, you don't have to have services no. for, for a show like us. And actually, let me use last podcast on the left as an example. Yeah. So last podcast on the left sells ad space. Mm-hmm. They sell merchandise. Mm-hmm. They go on tours. They do all these different things yeah. that everyone else tells them to do. But when they report back where they really make their actual paychecks from, it's from their Patreon. Oh, wow. It's because they're a closed show. Mm-hmm. They're a closed show where oh, closed. people, yeah, people like them and they support them. So, I, like, I'm not saying Ryan and I are putting up a Patreon at any point soon. Sure. Mm-hmm. But eventually, it might be an option we go when we have an audience large enough mm-hmm. that where our time is warranted and we think that 
they think our show is worth something like that. Mm-hmm. That's a route you can go. Yeah. But also, like, we're on satellite radio, too, mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Um, so, like, there's an option there for us as far as, like, getting sponsorships on our radio station. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, you can do sponsorships. You can do Patreons or, you know, there's different routes. Besides, yeah, absolutely. No, you're, yeah. You're, you're, you're absolutely right. There are definitely many different ways to go about making monetizing your podcast yeah but uh, from a beginner standpoint mm-hmm. i would never tell anyone if they called me and said i want to start a podcast because i want to make money i would i would say this is not the way to do that <laughs> uh, no, no way <laughs> you're in the wrong it's like you go to mcdonald's yeah for what does mcdonald not have Pizza. <laughs> you look for pizza at McDonald's. Like, no, dude, you gotta go. You gotta go across the street to the other store. Yeah, that's like that's that's a good analogy. Like you could oh. jump back there and probably figure like like make a makeshift pizza out of some yeah. <laughs> some ketchup. Like smash up some like buns. <laughs> it's not gonna satisfy your needs. No pizza. No, those are really good points. And uh, earlier today, I was listening to my friend uh, talk. Um, so, so I'm, I'm part of many different Facebook groups on entrepreneurship and on on different things. And uh, on on Sunday mornings, my buddy Errol he he interviews uh, other entrepreneurs and how they made it big. So this time around, he's talking to Ted Jenkins, and um, so Ted Jenkins is he's a financial advisor, but he was talking about how the best way to grow your audience is to niche down. The more narrow you are, the faster you will grow. Not like or, or the faster you can scale because right. you're you're you like again right you're you're using specific targeted content to attract mm. the person that you want you know to be your customer i guess right yeah and i think we talk about this kind of stuff a lot and sometimes i always have to take a seat back and ask myself like why you know why do we want more listeners you know yeah. Like, yeah. what's the what's the ultimate goal you know like i just try to keep my perspective as far as you know i just want to keep that like I was saying, like I got to preface this with like our goal being to normalize and, and just keep that, that goal in a straightforward way mm. and, and have it not be about like money or anything like that. And yeah. the, only, <laughs> the only reason, well, there's two reasons, but the main reason you'd want this to be, us would want this to be full time is so we can reach more people, like more listeners equal more reach. Yeah. Uh, number two is just that, man, I, I'd love to do something creative, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so. No, that's, that's a really good point. And, you know, when you mentioned that you have a closed podcast, meaning it's just you and Ryan talking, it makes a lot of sense too, because, you know, you're talking about very sensitive subject and you're talking about things that you, you can't just bring anybody on and talk about, I mean, and talk about this stuff unless they are a certified professional 
in that space, but you already have a professional. And then, yeah. and then the other thing that I see is that you're doing, it's a long tail. Like this is a long game. And over time, you, that Popsai 101 is going to be a huge, I mean, it's already a huge podcast in that space, but it's going to just get bigger because, you know, there, there might be other people talk about, um, you know, psychology and stuff like that, but you have a totally different way about talking, you know, yeah. how you're bringing movies in and because movies and, you know, they address, they talk, I mean, they address life and in life there's, there's problems, there's mental problems and movies address that. Oh yeah. Inside, you know, in such a huge way, it's like every single movie has some aspect of it because we're all human and we, yeah. We all, you know, we all want to see how things go about. I just lost my train of thought over there, but um, <laughs> you get what I'm saying. No, I do. It's, yeah, it's in everything. It, and I mean, we have to be careful. We don't want to overanalyze too much, yeah. which is actually why we created a segment called Overanalyzing with Ryan. <laughs> so we can be a little funny and, and just like really overanalyze something that it where there's nothing. But the reason why we think it's important to look at it like through the movies and books and stuff like that is because you're right. It is in everything and it is because we're human and the end result is because it's pretty normal. It's, it is normal. And Ryan, you know, he's said quite a few times, he just wants to be able to talk about this stuff like it's a headache or you have a back problem mm -hmm. or, you know, you broke your arm. Yeah. Like it should be, it shouldn't be this thing where you tell someone I have depression and it makes somebody uncomfortable, you know, mm -hmm. they should, should say I have depression and they should say, oh, where, where are you getting treated at? Yeah. You know, it should be as simple as that. It should be taboo. Exactly. And it's getting better, mm -hmm. but there's a long, long way to go. Oh, yeah. So that's kind of what we're just joining the fight with thousands of other people, yeah. I guess. Yeah, no, absolutely. Wow. But uh, yeah, our and also you're saying like as far as our closed podcast and bringing someone on. Mm -hmm. The other thing is, is like and we're super lucky, like Ryan and I kind of ha we have a pretty good dynamic between mm -hmm. us. Mm -hmm. so yeah so it is also hard to bring someone on with us and because also so we're not <laughs> yeah. uh we're yeah we're just we're good with each other and yeah. we're not the greatest podcasters on the planet <laughs> so you, are, man. you got a, you got a whole bunch of listeners we uh we i have to do a lot of editing <laughs> <laughs> got it got it actually not so much anymore but at uh, first for yeah. sure Okay. So one thing I wanted to touch back, uh, you mentioned that you were listening to some a podcast about aliens. <laughs> okay. And how you're interested in aliens. And yes. I was going to say, well, we are aliens ourselves. <laughs> That's true. Totally. We are not, we are not of this earth. Um, I mean, now we are, but like you, we didn't originate. From, you don't think so? We didn't originate from earth. You don't think? No, 
<laughs> oh, what you, oh, I love theories. I've never, I don't think I've heard this one. Okay, so uh, in the Quran and even in the Bible, um, when God created Adam, right? Yeah. Uh, and he created Adam from clay. So the question is, did God come down on earth to create Adam or did he make him up there in heaven? And then oh, when Eve, you know, broke down and, you know, uh, you know, we broke the pact or whatever, then we were sent down to earth from heaven. So ah, the so like the Garden of Eden wasn't even here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we're aliens ourselves. <laughs> Hey, you know what? I I never uh I will never like leave anything out as far as like I'll never shun any sort of belief or anything. I'll be like, no. I'm open. Like if someone said this, if something got proved, I'll be like, I never denied it. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? So here's another thought that I had that actually just this conversation introduced is that our bodies need need iron. Yeah. Right? As a, as a mineral in our body. And iron is not of this earth either. Like I was found from meteors that landed on earth. And it oh, I didn't know that. Part of this earth through those meteors. Man, <laughs> Man there's something. I should have gone, gone to college instead of playing <laughs> in a band. <laughs> yeah, man, I, I, I went to college for like, six years and I, I never got my bachelor. So I don't think you're missing so much too much. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I used to listen to this podcast called Paratopia. Paratopia. Okay. Yeah. I, I consider them like a classic podcast. Uh -huh. They were in the game way back in the day. Yeah. They had like hundreds of episodes and they were awesome at it. Mm -hmm. But yeah. <laughs> I don't like believe in aliens. I just love the idea. The idea of them. Yeah. And just all conspiracies. <laughs> all right. All right. So how do you become a fan of Marvel? I mean, we had to bring Marvel in because we had some conversations somewhere. Okay. Well, oh, Marvel. Well, that would take me back to when I was a kid drawing comic books. Yeah. And because I wrote that down on my thing, right? Mm-hmm on the guest fill-out form. Mm -hmm. uh, well, um, yeah, when I was a kid, I don't know how old you are, um, but I'm 35, so that okay. puts me right in the, right in the zone of mm -hmm. the 90s X-Men cartoon. Yeah. And the Spider-Man cartoon. Yeah. So those were huge for me. Mm -hmm. And so, of course, we bought the comic books and played the video games, yeah. and drew, and started making our own comics. The Power Squad is what I called nice. them. With Ace and Ringer. With <laughs> <laughs> your own characters. Oh, yes. Nice. I mean, they were all like just like mimics of what was in the comic books. Of course, books. of course. That's, what, that's the, the, the best form of, you know, artistry. Yeah, the like flattery. Great artists steal. Good artists make new stuff. And yeah, so I don't know. I just always loved Marvel. I've never been a big DC guy, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. But the reason why I wrote Marvel down was because uh, like the MCU universe, mm -hmm. as far as movies and stuff. Yeah. Like everyone's like, what's your favorite movie? Mm -hmm. Especially now that I'm doing a pop culture podcast. Yeah. And it's like, I don't have a favorite movie <laughs> because 
I have a favorite movie universe, and that's the MCU, because it's not a movie. It's it's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. You can't so, see one out of the other. <laughs> right. Like my wife's favorite series of movies is Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. And we often argue about what's better. And I'm like, MCU. She's like, no, Harry Potter's better. And I'm like, you can't say that because Marvel changed the game as to what movies can do. Yes. Like Harry Potter was an amazing series of movies. Of books. Yeah, and books. But the MCU literally created a world and changed the way you can tell a story in a theater. So, yeah. Dude. And Infinity Wars, man. I'll cry every time I watch that movie. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. We gotta touch more up on that. Oh. Okay. So um, what are some of the marketing techniques that you're implementing on your podcast? Because you mentioned well, you were working on a video earlier. Yeah. And- I make a promo video every week for our show to try to stand out from the pack. Mm-hmm. Uh, most people do like a picture or not even that. Some mm-hmm. people do like those voice videos. Yes. So I make like, I can't even explain. You've seen them. Mm-hmm. They're more advanced, like special effects videos. Yeah. Um, but they're like moving pictures and they're like 1080 by 1080, like Instagram size. Mm-hmm. They work on Facebook Twitter, yeah. and Instagram. And basically they are to catch your eye, they have the episode title and usually like one of the characters from the movie or book or whatever it is we're covering. And they're there to catch your eye and look super cool so that you read whatever it is I wrote. Nice. Do you have any, uh, you, you definitely have music playing in it, I think. Yeah, most of them. <laughs> Sometimes if I'm getting real crazy, I'll do some sound design too. But Okay. What about um, the audio from the, you're just promoting the show. And not a specific episode. No, I all every single video I make promotes the specific episode. Okay, it does. Okay. Otherwise, I would just make one video, which is a really good idea, and I should probably just do that and stop making them every week. No, <laughs> <laughs> that's boring. <laughs> oh, um, it's so much work. It is a lot of work, and so I sh- I shared with you the little template that I made right for the Instagram stories. Yeah, I loved it, and. Um, I'm 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 like I want to make it so simple that I just plug in these things and then just render and go for it. But then I was like, oh, I want to I want to do a little snippet of the audio clip from the podcast mm-hmm. because I'm I'm promoting that episode and that story and that particular guest as well. And then and then there you go. You just now you're going downhill. Exactly. I just <laughs> added more work for myself. <laughs> now it's too late. You might as well just add different colors and yeah, yeah. So I'm 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 like using different backgrounds, images, and I'm like oh my god, this is never gonna end. And I was like, okay, can I can I make it so I can just bring it into Funka Pro and drop in just these images and update the text? No, it's it's not that easy. So I, I still got to continue learning the application and. Um, and you know, start promoting eventually. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, cool, man. That's awesome. Are you guys on on uh, LinkedIn? No. You should, should we be? Yes, absolutely. Like our podcast? 
Um, yeah. So, you know, you're, you're doing your promotional videos on Instagram and Facebook. And Twitter, yeah. And Twitter. You, you should do that on, on uh, LinkedIn as well. Really? Yes. Okay. Because, so if you haven't been on LinkedIn lately, um, LinkedIn introduced video about a year and a few months ago. So there's videos and there's a ton of people doing video on LinkedIn. And there's a lot of human side people are bringing out on these LinkedIn videos. They're talking about motivation. They're talking about mental health. They're talking about, um, you know, treating people equal. I mean, there's a lot of like human centered topics that are coming up on LinkedIn. Oh, I thought LinkedIn was just like it, it, business profile. It was, it was, it changed the game because they've been, they've been following along because they're like, we, we don't want to be that professional network only. So people's human sides are coming out and, um, it's, it's become a really nice community. I've, a lot of people, like the last 500 people that I've connected on LinkedIn and Facebook are all through LinkedIn connectivity and talking with people and, and go to local LinkedIn events. It's been, oh, wow. It's been pretty, it's been pretty crazy, man. And to check uh, it out. Yeah, one of the guys um, who, who's a host of LinkedIn local events he, I was talking to him the other day, and he's like, "Dude, don't, don't think that I forgot about your invitation to be on your podcast, but know that we're gonna be talking about Marvel, and I don't want nothing to do with DC first. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm like, perfect. I love Marvel as well. Oh man, um, we could be talking for hours, man. This is this is awesome stuff, and then I'll be editing for hours." <laughs> <laughs> I know that's always the thing. It's like the longer you go, the harder you got after. Yeah. All right. So um, at this point, I want to ask some questions that I asked my guests. And uh, one of them you might have touched on, but what is one hobby that you wish you got into? Uh, VR. Okay. Virtual reality. Like I wish that I had invested mm -hmm. or saved and gotten more serious about it mm -hmm. uh, before now because it's so cool. Yeah. I just went to, we have a local place in Kansas City that just opened up and they do like the real deal. Like they have like a warehouse and you can uh -huh. go and run around in VR. Really? You're running yeah. around? Yeah, you're running around and it's wireless too. And it's like, I mean, you can see your feet. I can't even explain it. It's the coolest thing oh my God. I've ever done in my life. Like, it's better than anything I've done, like, recreational. What's this place called? It's called Flip Switch VR. Okay. I mean, it's, it's badass. Yeah. And uh, so I wish that I had gotten into the VR game and learned a lot more about it because now... I have so much crap around here. Yes. And I can't justify to my wife like spending any more money on anything else. <laughs> yep. Mm -hmm. So I can't like go get a vibe or anything and I really want one. So now I'm stuck. Okay. Just wishing. Well, prices are coming down slowly, hopefully. Um, uh, but again, yeah, it's, it's a time commitment. I mean, if you're, an, if you're in VR, who's going to be editing these podcasts? That's, That's true. That's what I keep thinking about because I have the VR and I was like, okay, either I do VR 
or I edit the podcast episode that I need to publish because I have like 18 episodes just sitting in the on the computer waiting to be published. <laughs> oh my goodness! So the way, does this one come out in like May or April? No, I'm 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 about three months. Uh, sorry, three weeks. I have a three weeks behind, and um, so one guy that I was mentioned about Donnie Boyvin, he has about two hundred episodes that are in the pipeline, and he records six new interviews every Friday. Like, wow, that's insane! And he's publishing it every day. He has a podcast going on every day because they're an interview style, uh, enterprise, you know, um, entrepreneur style stuff. All right. So we already talked about favorite movie or TV show, and you said it's MCU. That's not one movie. And here's it a, is one movie. On, here's a spin on that question. What is your favorite superhero? Ah, uh, hmm. Uh, this is gonna that's too hard to say um so hard my favorite superhero probably cyclops okay and and if not cyclops Mm -hmm. it's it's gonna be weird but i'm gonna have to say superman from man of steel (laughs) (laughs) that's dc but i know that's a badass movie yes um, but that's such a great, great, awesome, like show of superpowers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but no, I think Cyclops is, I've always loved his leadership, mm-hmm. uh, his, like his ability or his, his, um, the way he always tries to like not show his emotions, but when he does, it's always pretty powerful. And there's a whole bunch of stuff that you don't know about Cyclops. I, like, don't, in the I, movies. I don't know anything about Cyclops. Like so, Cyclops in the comics, he's got a lot more going for him. So his his optic blast isn't just like a laser beam. Yeah. When he opens his eyes, he's opening a portal to another dimension. No. The, yes. So the the other dimension is nothing but energy. So okay. when he the other dimension is blasting through his eyes, and it's just a wall of energy. So basically, it's not a laser. He's basically slamming you with a wall of energy. Oh my god. So like realistically his the power of his optic blast is like unlimited. Yeah. Uh he also has super agility. Mm-hmm. Um he's supposed to be super uh, hyper intelligent and of course he has the leadership ability. Mm-hmm. So and hand to hand combat expert Cyclops is pretty badass and he gets he gets a lot of he gets underlooked a lot or Okay. Yeah. So I do know a little bit about Cyclops now that you mentioned the optic blast because a lot of people talk about Gambit. And I was like, oh, yeah. Gambit character. And I didn't grow up in the U.S. watching the X-Men TV series, so I'm a little lost on it. The only way I knew no X-Men is through the movies. Okay. And um, That's a – I mean, they did – I think the first two movies did a pretty good job. Yeah. Especially movie two. Uh, that was a really good, I thought, portrayal of the X-Men as a team. Yeah. After that, though, it really didn't do much. And they're still making movies, man. Shoot. Yeah, just stop. You know, just stop it. Get, it's just like the DC movies. <laughs> like, they should, the X-Men series and all the DC stuff, they should stop and yeah. give it five or six years and then start over. Start over. And um, I think X-Men might be coming back with a new Marvel 
blood. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Let's see what Disney does does with uh with the X Men. Yeah. Yeah, we don't know. All right. Last question. If you were a board game, what would it be? Oh my gosh. A board game. I know, right? Um this is a good one. The board game. Thank you, Shago, for the question. <laughs> colleague. <laughs> um, I'm going to say Operation. That's a good one. And for no reason other than that's the only one I could think of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I was trying to I was trying to find some stats on how many board games are there in the world or it's a, no, it's like books. There's so many. Yeah. Not, not that many, so, but somebody mentioned like, no, there's like three thousand new board games where it came out in two th- twenty seventeen. I was like, What? That's insane. Yeah. I mean it's cool though, you know. Yeah, it is really cool. I mean one of my colleagues mentioned his board, his favorite board game is, or if you were a board game, it would be soccer. I'm like, that's a sport. Huh? Like, no, if it's not a board game, then we'll make it a board game. So I was like, yeah. All right, let me do some research. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I found soccer as a board game. Yeah, yeah. When I was a kid, they had football. Uh-huh. They had these little, like, yeah, yeah, these football board games. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense how it works, like, even looking back. <laughs> and they've got they've got the dice, they've got pawns, and they've got like players and a ball, and they've got cards, like a yellow card. I was like, wow, this is a lot of detail. <laughs> and I think the 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 football, the soccer board game that I found takes about ninety minutes to play. I was like, wow, really? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> that's a really long board game oh all right man fantastic do you have any questions for the for my audience or where can uh, my audience find you uh no questions like yes um couldn't think of anything but finding us if you do want to find pop psych 101 if that sounds interesting to you uh, we have a website where you can find basically everything that you need to on there. Nice. Uh, and that's popsych101.com. And we're on basically every app you can think of for podcast listening. We're also a satellite radio show on Dash Radio. That's dashradio.com. Nice. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. All of our usernames are at, at popsych101. And if you want to email us, poppsych101 at gmail.com. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Mike. This was yeah. great. Hey, I really appreciate coming on. I really appreciate that. Absolutely. Man. Was, I knew this was going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can have more fun. We'll just have to do another episode for that. <laughs> I, would, I would definitely do it. I was excited about this all week. Awesome. So I, I just did a, another interview with a, uh, earlier this week, and it was like real heavy. And then you were like, hey, you want to interview? And I was like, yes, that'll be fun. <laughs> awesome. Not that the other one wasn't. but This was great. No, no. I mean, there's, there's many different aspects of it. I mean, uh, one, of the, one of the interviews I got to do with a good friend was a little heavy. And then I was like, all right, all right, that's, that's really cool. And 
you know, there's some good lessons out of it because, and it, it, it all came back to mental health. Right. Mm. Um, so I got, I had the opportunity to visit with Tony Robbins and Gary Vee when they came to town, you know, with their huge show and Tony Robbins brought up, um, Robin Williams mm. and he said, you know, um, and he, he talks, you know, to preface that he said, you know, I had the opportunity to talk to 47 or, or he was able to change 47 lives because they were on the brink of committing a suicide. Yikes. And he's like, he was on the phone with them and got them to come down. He's like, I wish I got the call for Robin Williams. And uh, so, you know, he talks about mental health and how it's, you know, you, it's, it's really crazy. And we've had some incidents in, in the community, like the Cub Scouts community that I'm part of. Um, we've had multiple um, situations where, you know, they're no, no longer with us. And I yeah. think one episode that I mentioned that I talked about it. Uh, on the podcast it's because it's 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 really crazy how we don't talk about mental health like we do about hurting your leg and hurting your foot and yeah your back can i give an example so of course i know we just kind of dove in here but um when you are very sick mm -hmm. what the and yet and you like let's say you did break your leg or something mm -hmm. and your family needed help what what would your family around you do if they knew you got into an accident or something go to the doctor they would go to the doctor but would they if they knew that like you guys needed help at home would they bring you like dinners and stuff of course yeah okay mm -hmm. what if someone has severe depression and they have suicidal ideation and their family needed help really badly would people bring them dinners unfortunately they were struggling yeah First of all, I don't think find out. Have to find. Have to know first. Right. Right. Oftentimes, mm -hmm. if people find out that someone is depressed, mm -hmm. I mean that's not happening. They're not. People yeah. aren't getting meal trains together. Mm -hmm. You know that. You know. Let's help this family out. Yeah. Get this person through their depression. Yeah. So yeah, that's a, that's where we need to start now. Absolutely. Those are really good points. And hopefully uh, this year, I mean, I, I, I see last year has been a big eye-opening for a lot of people. And hopefully this year is much bigger in that aspect. I agree. All right, cool, man. Thank you so much again. Yes, sir. Really good insights. We'll chat soon. All right, later. Later, bye. Thank you for listening to Hacks and Hobbies. You can find additional information on the guest today on the website hacksandhobbies.com. Please feel free to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss out on upcoming interviews with amazing guests.